Good morning and welcome to Morning Prayer on Sunday the 21st of March. We are now in Passiontide. So this week is Passiontide and then next week is Holy Week. Have a quick look at the website richmondhuzzleparish.org.uk if we have a look at what's on. So this morning at 10 o'clock we've got our Benefits Communion service. That's still Spiritual Communion. It is on Zoom or on YouTube or on Dial-In. Or you can join in person as well as if you wish. So that's good. And then there is also at half past six, it's been called Free to Be. But what it actually is, is an organ recital by Chris Denton, interspersed with some uh, poetry and readings by Paul. Um, that's at half past six. Now, my understanding that that is on YouTube or on Facebook Live. That's how you can access those ones. And then all the other usual stuff. Deanery Compline at um, nine o'clock on Zoom every night. The last week for the Lent courses before we go into Holy Week. You can still join even if you've never been to any of the other ones. They all stand alone. So you're really welcome. So I think that's it. Obviously, you can find the pew sheet on the website as well. I'm not sure who's preaching today. Who's preaching today? Um, it will be, uh, it's Martin today. Martin, super. So you'll be able to access his uh, sermon as well. So I think that's us. So we've got myself, we've got Scott and we've got Andrew as well. Hello. Oh Lord, open our lips. And our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Let your ways be known upon earth. Your saving power among the nations. Blessed are you, Lord, God of our salvation. To you be praise and glory forever. As a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, your only son was lifted up, that he might draw the whole world to himself. May we walk this day in the way of the cross and always be ready to share its weight, declaring your love for all the world. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Blessed be God forever. Is it nothing to you, all you who pass by? Look and see if there is any sorrow like my sorrow, which is brought upon me, which the Lord inflicted on the day of his fierce anger. For these things I weep. My eyes flow with tears, for a comforter is far from me, one to revive my courage. Remember my affliction and my bitterness, the wormwood and the gall. But this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore I will hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul that seeks him. It is good that we should wait, wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. For the Lord will not reject forever. Though he causes grief, he will have compassion. According to the abundance of his steadfast love. For he does not willingly afflict or grieve anyone. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen night has passed and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. Amen. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. Amen. 
We've been joined by Benji as well this evening, who's decided that he needed a biscuit at the crucial moment. He's settled now. Good. We've got Psalm 107. I will give thanks to the Lord, for he is gracious, for his steadfast love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say this, those he redeemed from the hand of the enemy, and gathered out of the lands from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. Some went astray in desert wastes, and found no path to a city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, their soul was fainting within them. So they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He set their feet on the right way, till they came to a city to dwell in. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his goodness, and the wonders he does for his children. For he satisfies the longing soul, and fills the hungry soul with good. Some sat in darkness and in the shadow of death, bound fast in misery and iron. For they had rebelled against the words of God, and despised the counsel of the Most High. So he bowed down their hearts with heaviness. They stumbled, and there was none to help them. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He brought them out of darkness, and out of the shadow of death, and broke their bonds asunder. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his goodness, and the wonders he does for his children, for he has broken the doors of bronze, and breaks the bars of iron in pieces. Some were foolish, and took a rebellious way, and were plagued because of their wrongdoing. Their soul abhorred all manner of food, and drew near to the gates of death. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He sent forth his word, and healed them, and saved them from destruction. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his goodness, and the wonders he does for his children. Let them offer him sacrifices of thanksgiving, and tell of his acts with shouts of joy. Live in Christ. Rescue us from foolish passion, and still the storms of our self-will. And as you are our anchor in this life, so bring us to the haven you have prepared for us, for your mercy's sake. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. So we've been working our way through Jeremiah during the week, but we're now on to Exodus. Yeah. It's Sunday. It's Sunday, so we have different readings on Sunday. So we've got Exodus 24. Moses came and told the people all the words of the Lord and all the ordinances. And all the people answered with one voice and said, All the words that the Lord has spoken, we will do. And Moses wrote down all the words of the Lord. He rose early in the morning and built an altar at the foot of the mountain and set up twelve pillars corresponding to the twelve tribes of Israel. He sent young men of 
the people of Israel who offered burnt offerings and sacrificed oxen as offerings of well-being to the Lord. Moses took half of the blood and put it in basins, and half of the blood he dashed against the altar. Then he took the book of the covenant and read it in the hearing of the people, and they said, All that the Lord has spoken we will do, and we will be obedient. Moses took the blood and dashed it on the people and said, See the blood of the covenant that the Lord has made with you in accordance with all these words. I will recount the gracious deeds of the Lord, the praises of the Most High. Who is this that comes from Edom, coming from Basra, his garments stained crimson? Who is this in glorious apparel, marching in the greatness of his strength? It is I who announce that right has won the day. It is I, says the Lord, for I am mighty to save. Why are your robes all red, O Lord, and your garments like theirs who tread the winepress? I have trodden the winepress alone, and from the peoples no one was with me. I will recount the gracious deeds of the Lord, the praises of the Most High. All that God has done for us in his mercy and by his many acts of love. For God said, Surely they are my people, my children, who will not deal falsely. And he became their saviour in all their distress. So God redeemed them by his love and pity. He lifted them up and carried them through all the days of old. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. I recount the gracious deeds of the Lord, the praises of the Most High. A reading from Hebrews chapter 12. You have not come to something that can be touched, like a blazing fire, and darkness, and gloom, and a tempest, and the sound of a trumpet and the voice whose words made the hearers beg that not another word be spoken to them. For they could not endure the order that was given. If even an animal touches the mountain, it shall be stoned to death. Indeed, so terrifying was the sight that Moses said, I tremble with fear. But you, you have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to innumerable angels in festal gathering, and to the assembly of the firstborn who are enrolled in heaven, and to God the judge of all, and to the spirits of the righteous made perfect, and to Jesus the mediator of a new covenant, to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. See that you do not refuse the one who is speaking. For if they did not escape, when they refused the one who warned them on earth, how much less will we escape if we reject the one who warns from heaven? At that time, his voice shook the earth. But now he has promised 
Yet once more I will shake not only the earth, but also the heaven. This phrase, yet once more, indicates the removal of what is shaken, that is, created things, so that what cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us give thanks, by which we offer to God an acceptable worship with reverence and awe, for indeed our God is a consuming fire. Whoever put together the lectionary is pretty cool. You not think? Right. Why do you say that? Well, just the way, remarkably, it's like some coincidence. It all fits together, really. Right. I'm thinking Hebrews is very hard. I'm also thinking, oh, I like the bit about the kingdom. Because um, we were Scott and I were talking about the kingdom earlier on. Um, which sounds very grand. It wasn't that grand, but... Yeah. Anyway. It's pretty clever, anyway. We adore you, O Christ, and we bless you. By your holy cross, you have redeemed the world. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. We adore you, O Christ, and we bless you. We preach Christ crucified, the power of God and the wisdom of Christ. By your holy cross, you have redeemed the world. God forbid that I should glory, save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. We adore you, O Christ, and we bless you. By your holy cross, you have redeemed the world. The word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing. But to those who are being saved, it is the power of God. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, God promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us to show mercy to our ancestors, and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. The word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing, but to those who are being saved, it is the power of God. So let's pray. So on this Sunday morning, as we start Passion Tide, we give thanks that even though we are in different places, we can still come together to worship you and to in some way be united with each other as well. 
we continue to give thanks for the wonders of creativity, for the wonders of technology. And even if we are just using telephones or emails or texts or pieces of paper, we give thanks that we can still in some way be connected with each other and with you. So on this week before Holy Week, we continue to gather peace as we think about your journey to the cross. And we pray that as we journey towards Good Friday, that we can draw closer to you, draw deeper in our faith and be continually inspired and fired up by your love for each of us. We give thanks for your grace and your love, your kindness and your generosity. We give thanks that you love us so very, very much, even when it seems that we do not deserve it. So we give thanks for your immense grace for us and we pray that we can show that grace to others, even in small ways. We pray for our church services happening across our benefits and wider than that today. We pray for those who are leading and preaching, those who are leading worship, those who are looking after our safety and our health, those who are looking after technology, those who are dialing in or joining us in all the different ways. And we give thanks for that. And we pray that at the heart of it, your word and your love is heard. We give thanks that you have brought us through the night to the start of this new day. And we pray for the day ahead and all the tasks that we have ahead of us, those known to us and those yet to come upon us. And we pray that we can fulfil them graciously and with love. We continue to pray for our world and its needs. So many needs across the world. For famine, for war, for civil unrest. For those countries really struggling with this virus. We pray for a efficient and good rollout of the vaccine across the world, not just in this country. But we give thanks that it has worked so well so far with our country, giving thanks that yesterday there was an all-time high for vaccinations being given. We pray that we can continue to live our lives carefully and responsibly and sensibly, following the guidance that we have been given, so that in time we can come out of this and start to gather together in different ways. We pray for those today who are looking after those who are in hospital or care homes, those who are poorly at home, those who have no one to care for them. Pray for the homeless. We pray for those who are poorly in body, mind or spirit. We pray for those who are caring for them, those who are frightened and unsettled, those who are nervous and anxious, those who are waiting for treatment, are those for whom it has been decided that treatment is no longer possible. So we pray for your comforting and healing presence in all the ways that you know. And we hold these people to you. We pray for those who grieve today, those whose grief is raw, those who are mourning, ones who have died, just in these last few days, or for their 
in the distant past. We pray for grief in all its forms, giving thanks that in grief we know that we have loved people deeply, that they have touched our lives. And we give thanks for that and ask for your comforting and healing presence. We pray as we journey through this Lent that we can do so growing in graciousness and love and patience and joy and peace and faithfulness. And we ask all this in your name. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayers. Most merciful God, who by the death and resurrection of your Son, Jesus Christ, delivered and saved the world, grant that by faith in him who suffered on the cross, we may triumph in the power of his victory through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Amen. And so standing at the foot of the cross, let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, ever and ever. Amen. May Christ, who bore our sins on the cross, set us free to serve him with joy. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. <laughs>